You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. When Christians Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. All of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. Go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com. All of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646-478-0660. Go visit and like our Facebook page, When Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But praise God, Jesus came to set the captives free. Challenge to change, where transformation begins with you. Change appears to be one of the biggest hindrances to growth from relationships that I have encountered while in ministry. Our focus is usually on someone else and what they have done or are doing to us, instead of us being accountable to God and making sure we're not a stumbling block to ourselves or others. Challenge to change is about us taking personal responsibility for our Christian walk as we face challenges and issues and how to overcome them through biblical tools and techniques that we will discuss on this show. Everything about this show is encompassed in us depending on the Holy Spirit to edify, enrich, and transform lives by introducing individuals to a personal encounter with God's unconditional love. That is where real transformation begins and ends. 
And let's go ahead and pray. Uh, Holy Spirit gave me clearance. I remember I was sharing with you a service that I would speak on now once the Holy Spirit gave me the, the go-ahead. So he gave me the green light. So that's what I'm talking about tonight. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we worship you. We praise you. We just thank you that this is the day that you've made. And we made a decision to rejoice and be glad in it. Not based off things that, that didn't happen or things that happened. We just enter into our, our rest with you because we know that you have already made provision for no matter what we go through. Your presence is there. Your peace is there. But most of all, your wisdom is there. So you are in, giving us insight as to what we need to do regardless of the situation or circumstance. And we call it manifested right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So now. What do you think about when you hear the word now? Um, I'm just starting out. Fill it in in the chat section. What do you think about when you hear someone say now? And it could go loud. Now! And remember I shared with you before that that's, that's uh, the, my goal word. That's my motivational word. If I'm cycling or if I'm doing something. And sometimes if I'm ministering, you see me clap my hands together. That's my way of saying now. Now is the time to get it done, to do it according to what he wants to do. Because I just, just, just write this down. I know I'm talking really quick, but just write this down. When God gives you a word to use, then use that word. <laughs> don't add to the word. Don't take away from the word. If he told me now was my mo moving word, my motivational word, my action word, then I don't need to add anything else to that. He might have given you another word, but whatever word he gives you, that's the one you use. And don't, don't, don't think because it sounds simple, looks simple, that it's the wrong word. He gave it to us. Okay? Shall you hear that? Yeah. Um, everybody heard that word now, and they started typing right then. Okay. Which oh, is awesome, great. Awesome, guys. You got it. Okay. Um, it means, um, Candace says immediately. Okay. Um, Nicole says action. No more delay. Lori says immediately. Teresa says um, good evening. Megan says do it. Okay. Will says, do it right away. Sharon, okay. immediate action. Spencer, immediately. Latrice, immediately. So I think they're grabbing that now. Okay, awesome, awesome. Because it's the present time. It's the moment. So we got to go into the moment because that's where the things are. Because, guys, let me tell you a little hindrance to sometimes with now is that there are certain people who want to focus on yesterday. Uh-oh, uh-oh. See, I'm starting to meddle. Uh, see, it wasn't even five minutes ago. Man. Yeah. And I started to meddle. Some people just focus on yesterday. Yesterday was so much better. Yesterday it was easier. Yesterday it seemed like what what what. So fill in that section. What do we add to yesterday to stopping us from entering into now? Wow. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Then I'm gonna talk about tomorrow. But anyway, just answer the question. And and, and ooh 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 ooh. I, I I got a revelation, and that thing blessed me. When, when we were born, our minds were empty. It doesn't matter. It doesn't know the difference between right and wrong. And that's why God wants us to have our minds renewed so that it can choose what's right instead of what's wrong. But if, if it, I did this years ago, just by his leading. And you notice that times I actually put your hand on your heart. And what I realized that was that a lot of times we drift off when we pray. And so when we put your hand in your heart, the mind and, and those thoughts stay within themselves, stay within your heart and your mind and just circles back around. 
Well, I just happened to find out that uh, neuroscience has confirmed why that hard piece is so important. And what's being said is that when you think with your head, you have the emotions that are attached to that or that situation or circumstance. But when you think with your heart that that's pure and it does not regulate from outside circumstances. Man, you, you got to grab that. I, I just really didn't, I didn't know the full extent of when I started telling people, you know, when you, they come in for counseling, I'll tell them, I say, put your hand on your heart. I want you to close your eyes and I'm going to ask you to give things away. And that heart is, it doesn't have decisions. It just knows God. It knows his purity. It knows his love. So just grab onto it. That's free. You only have to pay for that. <laughs> so what you got? Um, well, when you asked about um, yesterday, uh -huh. um, Will says he thinks about what he should have completed yesterday. Okay. Okay. Um, right. Lori says it was, you think of it as being perfect and beautiful. Okay, yesterday. And, okay. Uh huh. And um, Candace says things that may not have been completed. Spencer says yesterday was predictable. Predictable. Oh, ooh, okay, okay, okay. All right. So then we're still coming back to now. But some people can't go to now because they stay in yesterday. And, and Spencer, that, they, that was a perfect example. It's predictable. You know what's going to happen. But then some people won't go to now because they think about tomorrow. So give me a reason why you're focusing on tomorrow instead of now. Talk, talk to me. Tell me what is it about tomorrow. Do you get to get out of today if you focus on tomorrow? What is it? Just talk to me. Let me know. All right? So, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 4. Get, guys, the Bible has everything. I mean, it has everything in it. There's nothing that we can talk about that it had, that God's word had not already shared something in it. Okay? And Proverbs chapter 6, verse 4, and I strongly suggest you write this down now. <laughs> I, I, I see, I'm going to love this now. Man. Okay? <laughs> All right. But verse 4 says, don't put it off. Do it now. Don't rest until you do. Now, I tell you somebody that does this, and I don't care what time it is. Her name is Curly Morgan. If she's cooking, I, 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 try, to, I, I try to stay up with her, help out, you know, when I'm alive. Y'all know what I'm talking about, because, you know, sometimes I can scrape things a little too much or, or, or step out of my lane. You know, she tells me to do this, and I'm over here doing something else. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's the thing. Uh, Carla, what's that, that translation about what does a helper do? What does a helper do? The answer is what he's told. So I have seen her work all day, cooking, putting things where they're supposed to be, uh, prepping, things like that. And, you know, it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. Now, now we got to be at church at such and such time. And she'll just keep going. Now, the eyes be turning red and stuff, but she tell her mind what to think and the body what to do. She says, I I'm going to be at this place before I go to bed. Now, you know, it's, uh, uh, can, can, we, can you do that in the morning? Nope. She says, now. She says, once you start cooking something, you just can't do it like we do other things. It has to be nurtured. It has to be prepared. It has to, some, some foods that she cook, they have to rest. You know, because I want to jump in and grab something, you know, when she's not looking. And there's a, a Geiger account or something that goes off in, in, the, in 
the kitchen area when she's not around that lets her know, oh, get away from the kitchen, get away from that. And, and so I'm just saying. So the question was, I'm still going back to the question was, what stops us from now and we focus on tomorrow? Okay. Um, Kenneth says fear of the unknown for sure. Okay. Um, Nicole says worry. Okay. Wayne says the bills I need to pay tomorrow. Okay. Um, Nicole says tomorrow feels so much bigger than today. It's unknown. Okay. Um, and Teresa says, yes, I don't like what's happening today. Okay. Um, Megan says doubt. doubt? And okay. Cheryl says um, she's so busy preparing for tomorrow that you overlook the needs of today. Okay. All right. So I, I got a sign for you guys. And as long as you can continue to list. Listen, but tell me what do what do those words say to you? Because there's a conversation that you have with those words. Uh, I think Nicole, you said yours was worry. What was it, worry? I think yes. Okay. Worry. So so tell me what worry says to you. That, that's going to be important as we we continue on. Might maybe not tonight, but just let me know. And, and each one of you guys take the time to say what do those words say to you? Because every emotion speaks. Every emotion is saying something. And as we get healing for this area of now, we want to know what these words are saying to us so that that, that creates a red flag for us. OK. All right. So remember, Proverbs 6, verse 4 in the New Living Translation, it says, don't put it off. Do it now. Don't rest until you do, because there's a blessing in it for you. And I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you what happens. Uh, OK. All right. Everybody got it? Mm -hmm. So sometimes. I'm talking about past, future, and now. Sometimes we, we you know, get romantic, romanticized about the past, and then we dream about the future. But now, y'all want to know what now is? But now is the best moment available. Now is the best moment available. And guys, I don't want you to try to jump 12 years ahead and three years ahead. I just want you to focus on what is being shared, and then the assignment is coming up, okay? Maybe not tonight. It might be on Sunday, but I'll talk more about it. So now is the best moment available. When God is telling us to do something now, that's the best moment that is available. Because sometimes everything, oh, y'all ready? Write this down. I'm going to tell you right now, Shell. Here, here it come right now. This is the word I got. Sometimes everything in our future depends on now. Uh -oh. Everything in our future depends on that. And, and, and the, the way God manifests it is he never does just one thing. He always has a wide gap for everything that's included in that now. I remember uh, when Curly and I had talked about starting a ministry and so forth. And, uh, you know, I was doing some I was doing teachings over at Boys and Roof and we went to a seminar uh, that do you remember the pastor's name? Okay, the, we we were doing this workshop. Boys and Ruth were doing this workshop, and they had invited some people in and and so forth. And they were asking us questions, and we were answering. And the pastor of that church, you know, he he took a liking to me. I know that's 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 not the correct word, Jazz. So don't even text me about it. Uh, but you know, when we had lunch breaks, he would sit down and we would talk with me and so forth, ask me what I did. And then there were part times where I taught over there with Boaz and Ruth. And he said, if you ever need anything, you come to me and, and, and I'm there for you. I'm there to help you out. And I'm just talking about now. Now is the best moment available. Sometimes everything in our future depends on now. 
And so I, I, I took that word he, he said and I, I, I hid it in my heart. And, and guys, there's certain things that you need to hide in your heart. And, and can I be totally honest with you? Some things you don't need to talk to people about. Some things you just need to keep it in your heart. Because if people are not mature enough to hear what you're sharing, what they do is they'll sabotage it. And I'm talking about husbands and wives. I'm talking about children and parents. I'm talking about jobs, supervisors, and management. Sometimes, if God places it in your heart, you need to hold on to it. Because some people are not mature. There are certain people who are excited about what you're doing, excited to see you grow, excited to see you prosper. Well, as a pastor, they should be because it, it happens from the top down. If your pastor is prospering, that means your turn is next. Or it can happen at the same time. Glory to God. So anyway, so this pastor told me this. And, and so, uh, you know, at the time, I, I spoke with the pastor that I belong to, that Curly and I belong to. Curly and I made an appointment to speak with Pastor Parson. And we shared with him that God was calling us into ministry. And he said, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. It, it's you, you guys' time. And so once I got his blessing, then Curly and I, we, you know, I, I told her I was ready to talk to him. So I went over to the pastor's church. It was on the north side and uh, made an appointment with her. I came in, started talking about, do you remember me? He said, of course I remember you. And, and then see, this is what you always do because this is what children do to us. Remember you said, I said, uh, Pastor such and such, remember you said that if I ever needed anything that I could come to you? Well, I'm, I'm talking about now. Sometimes everything in our future depends on now. And when, when I said that to him, he said, yeah, I remember saying that. He said, well, well, well when you need it. I said, this Sunday. I talked to him on a Friday. And, he, and I told him I needed this, that, that, that same Sunday, not the following Sunday, that same Sunday. And what happened? What was going on was I was on the, God was on the inside and he was telling me, I want you to step out. And I said, well, when? He said, now. And, you know, you you talking to yourself. Anybody did your own self-talk? That's why I told you guys to look up those words and see what they said to you. And, you know, my thoughts were saying, wow, you know, this is too short of a notice. There's no way he's going to say yes about this. Uh, and then you smile on the inside and say, well, then it had to be prolonged a little bit more. And, and But it didn't work. When he said now, and, you know, my, my wife, she loved me. Remember I said how she touched me? She touched me. She said, sweetie, you need to go ahead up there now. He, he's waiting for you. I said, what? She said, I'm telling you, he's waiting for you. He's waiting for you. Because she was operating in NAM before we even called it NAM. So I went on up there, man, and it's like, you know, he, he, he said, okay. He said, the only thing is you can only do the service at 2 o'clock. Ours is over at 12. I want to give it time for people to leave and so forth. But that's what happened, guys. So you got to be ready for it. Sherry, have you heard anything back home? Oh, wow. I've heard a lot. Okay, talk to me. Um, let's see. The people with the words that um, that speak to them. Uh -huh. um, Nicole says, worry says, if I don't plan for tomorrow, I could be caught off guard. Okay. All right. And Cheryl says, worry means that it um, will it be good enough? Okay. Um, also, um, worry, um, Angela says, worry asks us um, if I will ever have enough. Okay. All right. Thank you. And um, a lot of agreement about what you just shared. Okay, all right. Okay. So now now check this out. Now is a valued discipline. Y'all know what discipline is, right? I know what discipline is. <laughs> That's something that you consistently do whether you want to or not. Uh oh. Uh oh. Someone's discipline 
they do what is necessary, whether they feel like it or not. Okay? So discipline now is a value discipline because not, a, not many of us use it. We'll, we'll come up with a reason why we can't do it now. We'll come up with a reason that, that, that God was talking to somebody else and you were hoping somebody would sit beside you. I think he was talking to you. No, he would talk. He know who he talking to. So check this out. Ben Franklin said, don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. So I'm using today as now. Okay, so Ben Franklin, remember him, right? Don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. But can I give you a secret? Mind my own business. God gave me, he said, I need you to change that. So I changed it. You know what he said? Don't put off until tomorrow what you can do now. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm smacking some people. Just, just receive the smack and ask for forgive me. What about now? I'm telling you, man. When when start painting Curly's room and and, and and stuff like that, man, and, and the crew came in. I mean, I would wake up, wouldn't eat, and just throw on my same clothes. I said it. Wouldn't wash up. I'm focusing on to, to go wash up. I mean, I brushed my teeth, though. I brushed my teeth with one brush in one hand and, and, and the brushing up, but I did brush my teeth. And then more people got involved there. But I wouldn't eat until, you know, either Curly had said, hey, guys, I need y'all to take a break. And other than that, I just kept doing it, just kept doing it, kept doing it. Now I'm so excited about it. Now I'm ready to, you know, I think within next, and don't, don't, don't be messing with me now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start that next week, okay? And don't even waste your time talking about now, now with this, okay? All right, this is different. All right, anyway, y'all, y'all got me? Y'all got me? But I got my brushes all together. I got everything. I clean my brushes out. I'm, I'm good to go. All right, so we're going to talk about it later. Fair enough? Okay, hold on a second. Y'all got any questions? Anybody got any questions? Um, there are no questions yet. Okay. They're just okay. really, um, really involved in what you're saying. Okay. All right, so in Hebrews 11, 1 says, we're talking about now. And the Bible says, it says, now faith is the assurance, the title deed, the confirmation of things hoped for divinely guaranteed and the evidence of things not seen the conviction of their reality faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses see guys when they talk about title deed that means it belongs to you it's already yours you, you, you can pay off your car and they might they may not have sent you your title yet but it's yours it belongs to you when god promised you something when you use your faith, the nail faith, then what happens is it's already yours. But we have to make a decision that we, we're possessing it, it belongs to us. The next time you believe in God for something, y'all write this down. I'm just, I'm just there. Y'all write this down. Act as if it's true. What would, what would need to change for you to act like it's so? Because if God has already, like, like healing, for example, if you believe you're healed in a certain area of your body, like if your leg hurting or your foot hurting or your head hurting, just get up. Just get up and do as much as you can do. You know, yes, it's, it's okay to take medication. Guys, you take medicine until when you go to doctors, the doctors tell you you no longer need it. The same thing with glasses. Wear your glasses until you go back for an exam and the doctors tell you uh, 
um, you, you back 2020. Is that the correct vision? Yes. Like that, okay, 2020. But I'm telling you, do, do something that you couldn't do if you didn't have it. But if you receive, if you've received a promotion, then start dressing like that. Start going to work earlier. Start asking promotion questions. Y'all understand what I mean? So if you're a supervisor, you want to be a manager, start asking management questions instead of supervising questions. Spend time reading, reading what is management like. Ask questions. Look at somebody that you want to be like and spend time with them. Because you're calling things that be not as though it already existed. You're calling that promotion forth. You're calling that baby forth. Understand? So now faith is the choice to title me. God told me to say, make sure you tell the people the reason why you're not starting painting is because you already got a project that needs to be done. He said, just tell me. Just tell me. So I'm telling y'all, okay? Y'all got it? Because <laughs> people, people be, some people look for any reason to say, well, pastor not doing it. Well, well, y'all don't have to give account of pastor. Y'all got to give account of yourself. You follow me? I got to give account of pastor. Just saying. Okay? All right. So this is your assignment. Y'all ready for it? Y'all ready for it? I, I know you're ready for it. Nicole, I know you're listening. Here it come, Nicole. Here it come. Here it come. What would we do? This is everybody's assignment. I'm just picking on Nicole. I know she had a question. What would we do if we knew we couldn't fail? Put that in the chat section. What would we do if we knew we couldn't fail? Because what I want to do is, for the next few weeks, I want to spend time giving us steps as to what to do next. So if that thing comes up to you, and I know it is, then make sure you, you, make sure you write it down, put a time and date on it, and then we will end up talking about these steps. Right now it's three steps, but we'll, we'll end up talking about those. But it's going to be instrumental because your focus point of now is to receive what you would do if you knew you couldn't fail. Anybody got that? Mm-hmm. Any questions? They're taking it. And, and dream outside the box, guys. There's certain boxes that you just don't belong in. You're just supposed to step out. And I'm telling you, once you get out there and you realize, wow, things are so much better. Since now, things get better once you acknowledge it. Because a lot of times we hide stuff because we can't see ourselves being that or doing that. Because we think it's above us. But see, once you say it, something happens. Michelle, what we got? Wayne says, wow, I never really thought about it, giving it some thought. Um, Nicole says, that question makes me want to cry. It's very powerful. Go ahead and cry, Nicole. Go ahead. And Candace says, if I knew I couldn't fail, all visions are reality. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Right, anything else? All right, so I'm going to end with this scripture. Okay, because in order to... In order, what would we do if we knew we couldn't fail? So in order to do that, we got to do something with our mind. We got to do something with our head. And, and there's a scripture for that. Imagine that. God has a scripture for he knows what we need. This is what the scripture says. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11, in the Amplified Bible. This is what it says. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, and I'm going to put it in, or a woman, I did away with childish things. See, guys, this is why, and I'm going to be as clear and crystal clear as I can be. 
this is where bitter root judgments come up because a child will judge their parents based on how they see them use money or uh, destroy money. But because you are a child, you never experience what it's like to pay bills. So you're thinking, you're judging a parent over something that you have no knowledge about. But that, ju that bitterness, that judgment still comes to pass. In every area you, you honor your parents, these are the areas that are going to go well for you. In every area you dishonor your parents, these are the areas that won't go well for you. You show me a person that's having a challenge, and I'll show you a person that has judged their parents in some type of way, and that thing is coming back for what you judged. I'm telling you guys, it does not lie. We were too young to understand how money worked, how relationships work, how arguments happen. And so forth. So, you know, we judge our parents. And boy, I'm telling you, we open up a door that we have to grow through that, go through that process in order to get healing for it. So you have to come to a place where you're ready to be free of being locked into a bitter root judgment or stuck. But somewhere along the line, you judge your parents about it and you're living the life. On the other hand, there's called righteous judgment, where you judge your parents rightfully and you say, I like how they do that. I'm a pastor now because I liked how my dad did. I liked how when people would come to see him and he ministered to those people, he would either, and yeah, you heard it before, you're going to hear it again. I, I got three minutes. And so <laughs> what, happened, <laughs> what happened was he, he took those guys because we had a garden and we had a, um, a walk-in basement. He would take those people there and they would, and I would watch how they would leave. And they left, their step was different, their walk was different. They even smiled back at me. Whereas when they were coming, it, it was a totally different conversation. And when I started doing counseling, I went to a, a church up in, in a, a Powhatan, and that pastor told me when he saw his wife get healed at a, a workshop I was doing, he said, you, you, you can meet people down in our basement, the church's basement, and then also during the summertime, you can go out into the garden, and there are picnic tables out there, and you can meet them out there. So see, I judged my dad's rifle. And so I ended up having the same thing that he did with the basement and the outside garden. Amen. See what we got. Two quick, two okay. quick things. Faith says that she would travel the world like Jesus, not worry about a roof or oh, where yeah. her next meal would be coming from. Okay. And Cheryl says that yeah, she understands that bitter judgment because she judged. Okay. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for sharing. Uh, tonight was an open night. You guys were were, were on it. I'm telling you. But I'm, I'm telling you, whatever you ask them about, what would you do? Make sure you write it down because that's going to be instrumental. You are making steps towards your future. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you. I, th I thank you. I thank you. Time went too fast. I I'm enjoying it. I I'm learning so much and I'm growing in so many different ways that I'm just excited about it. And so are you. I thank you that you grabbed onto some things tonight. You, you grabbed onto the fact that you can't continue to think as a child and get adult benefits, adults' blessings. I thank you in advance that we are open and receptive. We are ready to grow. We are ready to take that step, to make that move, to see our life manifest itself. But I thank you also, Father, that we'll, we'll start to see that it don't take a whole year for certain things to happen. So we don't have to do this all year in one area. It's a fast move. It's a quick move. Because what did I say earlier? When we do what God tells us to do, that's where the blessing is. So I thank you for your anointing in our lives, in the ministry lives, in the people's lives. And I call it manifested right now in Jesus' name. And I bind any distraction or any 
oh, but what ifs? And I just loosen your practice to be manifested in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, I'll see you on, on Sunday, 10 a.m. And if you're in Richmond, come come to the service. And I will be continuing on this service. And I'm excited about possibly doing starting with the steps. But I'm not going to make a promise because if God tell me to do something different pertaining to this, that's what I'm going to do. Amen? Amen. This concludes today's message on Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you, with Pastor Paul Morgan. If you are ever in the Richmond, Virginia area, join Pastor Paul for Sunday service at 10 a.m. at Chosen Generation Ministries. The website is www.chosenrva.com or call at 866-333-9505. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.